know that I'm not the only one going through this. I am a dreamer. I dream. I have vision. When I close my eyes, you can just only imagine the certain things just populating me. I got billions of dollars floating around in my mind. But the thing is, I, I'm tired of dreaming. So to my dreamers, are you making moves towards your dreams? If not, then what are you waiting on? What is really stopping you from moving towards the dream? Let's talk about it. Oh my goodness. Y'all, it's a brand new week. It is a brand new week and <laughs> some week it has been. Welcome back to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Miss Tara Nikki. For those of you who are new, Thoughts of a Dreamer is simply a podcast where we try to get you out of your own way. You have something in your head, your mind, your heart, your soul, your spirit that you want to do, a goal, a dream, an aspiration, and you just can't understand why you can't get it out. Well, see, we're here to just talk it out. Talk out some of those mental hurdles or roadblocks you may be experiencing so that you can achieve and live out your dreams. So welcome. (sighs) Let me tell y'all something. This week has been a week. This week has been a week, one for the record books. It has been something else. My Braves lost the first that gum game of the NLDS. Like, what the flip? Uh, you know, Georgia was struggling against Missouri. G- Georgia did well against Auburn. I mean, that was good. But the one thing that I can say about this week is we all get tired y'all we go through our day-to-day sometimes we can have the energy of five men you drink your coffee your dark roast your espresso and you're ready to go about your day you know some people sip on what I like to call eyelid lifters in an energy drink your monsters your bangs your 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 five hours you know chunk them back and you're ready to go But at the end of that spike of energy, you often have a crash. You often get tired. We all get tired. If you've decided to go forth in this dreamer's journey or do something that you really want to do, And you're in the middle of that thing. You've already started. You've already put one foot in front of the other. You got a fairly decent rhythm going, you know. But at some point, you get tired. You're not at the end of your day. You're not at the end reaching a goal. You're in the middle and you're tired. You hit a wall. What do you do to push through that? At some point, you have to have endurance. And mental endurance is so important when trying to accomplish something. It is so difficult to start something that is new, to start something that is against the grain, to start something that you may not have the support in starting. And the only thing that's keeping this boat afloat is the reward that you plan or anticipate on receiving at the end, right? Well, the interesting part, normally we lose steam (laughs) before we get to the end. We lose the motivation Sometimes we break out the habit of the consistency and then having to start over. 
you step out on faith and you do something and it doesn't go according to plan. It's now considered a failure. So you have to try to find a rhythm to get back on it. Ugh. You lose or, or your mind starts telling you, you might as well give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Let it go. It's not even coming for you. Because look, you can't even see the end in sight. <laughs> and so now you have a choice. And the choice is either to dig down, dig deep, find that grit, find that endurance, find that stamina, find that mental strength that you need to push through all of that BS and continue on that path. Or you can click your effort button. And just, you know, put your hands in the air and wave around like you just don't care and be like, forget it. I'm going to move on. Who cares? I don't care about none of this. Boom. Dropping dreams. Forget the goal. Forget it all. It's too hard. It's too difficult. I don't want to keep doing this. I don't want to keep feeling this. Let me just let it go. It ain't for me. How many of y'all are in that latter half? Raise your hand. I can see them. Look at the room. The room full of hands raised. Don't ask me how I can see them, but mm, I can see them. I can see them. But what I'm saying is this. How many of you guys have gotten to the point where you click that effort button instead of you locking in to that grit? Instead of you locking in on that endurance and that stamina? And I'm not here to shun you, blame you, anything like that. Because, yo, all of us have gone through this. All of us have. And there are some things that you're quicker to say effort to. As opposed to you really wanting something and, and locking in and just trying to figure out a way through that thing. If you've ever played a sport, you know that when you make an error or something happens unexpectedly that was on you. And then it comes back to you. The opportunity comes back around. And if you're still stuck in your head, if you're still playing that mental error, if you're still dwelling in that mistake, you're going to make the mistake again. You're going to make the mistake again. You're going to give in to, I'm just an F up. I'm just going to, or you have to develop amnesia of sorts and dig in, find that grit, find that determination, find that mental toughness, find that endurance that pushes you past that point so that you can finish the goal at hand. This is why when I looked up mental endurance and strength and stamina, I could find so many things in men's journals. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, it means nothing, but a little bit of everything. You know, it's kind of kind of funny to me how, you know, mental toughness is associated as a male trait. I don't understand that. But nonetheless, I digress. Um, when researching these items, I thought about James Clear and his book Atomic Habits. And I have, y'all know I have plenty of episodes on Atomic Habits. When discussing the the loops of how we can build habits, you know that there are the four quadrants. And where us dreamers and where a lot of goals fall short is in the process of trying to seek the reward. You know, you have the cue, the craving, the response and the reward. So you have the craving for the reward. Right. And now you're in the middle of the response for it. And sometimes that response or the action towards finding the reward can take so long that you just in the middle of it say, F it. it's not coming quick enough. 
F it. I'm tired of this. F it. I keep on failing. F it. I'm not getting the money. F it. I'm not getting the recognition. And so that's where a lot of us have a tendency to drop our dream. So going back to James Clear and mental toughness. So one thing that he wrote in this article, I'm actually going to link it to the show notes. So be sure to click on these bad boys where he talks about uh, the science of developing mental toughness in health, work and life. And so one blurb that I highlighted was mentally tough artists, writers and employees deliver on a more consistent basis than most. They work on a schedule just not when they feel motivated. They approach their work like a pro, not an amateur. They do the most important things first hmm, and don't shrink responsibilities. So how can you build mental toughness? Okay, I am at a point where I know that I say F it way too much. I know that I will elect to say F it and just feel more comfortable than I do trying to do something more. So what can I do to build that mental toughness? So number one, you got to define what mental toughness means to you. Does it mean that you're going to feel the most satisfied if you do work out three days in a row, a week in a row, a whole month? Does that satisfaction come when you can look back and say, yo, I ate clean this week. Whatever that toughness means to you, zero in on that. Zero in on the point where you feel satisfied. That satisfaction doesn't necessarily have to mean it's the end goal. But in order for us to continue on in the response reward phase of achieving a dream, you have to celebrate your small wins. Small wins gather into bigger ones. Base hits gather into runs. Home runs feel great in the moment, but if we go small ball and we hit base hits, baby, you liable to score some runs. So what I'm saying is in order for us to continue to be motivated, we have to highlight the small goals and what would make you feel accomplished. What in its small root form would make you feel accomplished? Okay. So figure out what that point is to you and whatever it is, if it's meditating every morning, if it's doing one more rep than you did the day before or spending an hour doing something creative. And these are all examples in the article that I'm going to copy. Then you need to figure out what that is for you and stick with that. Go after it. Go forward. And haha, the second one is mental toughness is built through small physical wins. I told y'all, I told, see, I've been doing this for a minute. You know, it's, it's so difficult for us sometimes when we see big picture to recognize that there are little checkpoints in between now until then that we have to cross to get there. So we focus on the big goal and sometimes get overwhelmed by the whole thing. And that's when we click that effort button, when we have to check the checkpoints, we have to go through the checkpoints in order to get there. Focus on the checkpoints, focus on the small things. Trust me, trust me. I was running a 5k 
And I get, uh, I got really into 5Ks after college. And uh, one of the things I will never in my life forget, I will never forget this. I promise you to the day that I die. I was in the middle of this 5K and I looked, I couldn't see the end in sight. I was tired. My legs were screeching. So I just said, F it. And I just stopped running. I was dog tired. I was gasping for air. All the oxygen around me was mine. I had to have it. I was sucking air. It was horrible. I was so far out of shape. And I went from a very good sturdy cadence jog to nothing, to a walk, maybe a leisurely walk, right? And I remember hearing the footsteps of somebody behind me. And when they passed me, they were or they appeared to be, quote unquote, more out of shape than me. They appeared older than me. They appeared, you know, and they were not going fast at all, but they had a rhythm. They had a cadence. They were in that jog. You could see the sweat on their shirt. They looked like they were tired. They were breathing, but they did not quit. They did not stop. They kept going. And here I am, tired. And here I am watching them, watching them go further and further away. I looked down, honey. I looked up and that pace that that person was on was so far ahead of me up that hill. And in that moment, yes, it humbled me, but it also always gives me the outlook that if I run my race, if I am consistent, I will always get there. Instead of trying to run at someone else's race and someone else's pace and someone else's consistency and checking off the small points in that race, for myself. Sorry, I digress. Anyway, getting back to the thing. Number three, mental toughness is about your habits, not your motivation. And I'm just going to read what this thing says because I was like, motivation is fickle. Willpower comes and goes. Mental toughness isn't about getting an incredible dose of inspiration of courage. It's about building the daily habits that allow you to stick to a schedule and overcome challenges and distractions over and over and over again. Mentally tough people don't have to be more courageous, more talented or more intelligent, just more consistent. Mentally tough people develop systems that help them focus on the important stuff, regardless of how many obstacles life puts in front of them. It's their habits that form the foundation of their mental beliefs and ultimately set them apart. And I'm like, man, yeah. Yeah, so then he gives uh, four basic steps of building a new habit. And so he starts off by saying, number one, start by building your identity. Number two, focus on small behaviors, not life-changing transformations. We said that. Three, develop a routine that gets you going, regardless of how motivated you feel. Yes. Number four, stick to the schedule and forget about the results. That's my example with the running. (laughs) It's a thing. Number five, when you slip up, get back on track as quickly as possible. That is hard. That is hard. Very hard to do. So understand that if you slip up on that diet, if you slip up and eat the sweets, if you slip up and eat the carb, if you're on keto, if you do something, then understand you just got to get back on, get back on track as quickly as you can. Don't allow your mind to sit there and convince you that you don't need to continue, that you don't need to do it, or you're not worth it, or you can't do it, or you're not supposed to do it. No, shut that inner critic up and say, 
ah, I fell off the wagon. That's okay. I'm getting back on that thing immediately, immediately. Okay. And so the last thing that I want to discuss that I thought that was, <laughs> yo, it was like to my mind is when James Clear mentioned that you should treat failure like a scientist. So, you know, you run an experiment or you do something when you find failure, you try to figure out what was the cause, what was the reason, what was the reason? And you just put it on the chart like a data point. Okay, cool. So you gather enough data to know and to understand what you should or shouldn't do. And that right there, yo, I thought that was so amazing because I know that me personally have lived a life. I've lived a life of when I failed at something, then instead of me thinking that was just one point in life where I failed at this one thing, it was, I am a failure. But failure, once again, is not an identity. It's an event. It is something that just happened to you in a moment and it shall pass. James Clear goes into saying this where most of our mindset goes is saying that failing the test means you're not smart enough. Yep. Thought that failing to get fit means you're undesirable. Yep. Felt that failing in business means you don't have what it takes. Mm -hmm. Failing at art means you're not creative and so on. But for the scientist, a negative result is not an indication that they are a bad scientist. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Proving the hypothesis wrong is often just as useful as proving it right because you learned something along the way. I'm telling you, take that L and turn it into a lesson. Turn it in to a lesson. Oh, there's so much more I want to talk about with this, but I know that attention spans are small because of TikTok. So check this. I will talk to y'all next of the week and we will go from here. Stay strong. Stay encouraged. One foot in front of the other. Have a rhythm. Have your cadence. If you happen to fall short one day, pick that thing back up as soon, as quickly as you can. Do not listen to that inner voice. You are worth it. You are worthy. You are and will achieve your goals if you are consistent at them. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Thoughts of a Dreamer podcast with me, Terry Nikki. If you like this episode, don't be stingy. Feel free. Go ahead and share it. Send this to anyone you feel is in their own way and just need a little bit of a nudge. Also, follow me on social media at TOA underscore dreamer on IG, Twitter, and TikTok for more content. Follow me on Facebook at TOA dreamer no underscore because huh, they wouldn't let me. And do me a favor, y'all know how finicky this algorithm is. Rate me on the podcast with your favorite platform. It'll help this message see more people. Lastly, be sure to have those notifications on because y'all never know when I may feel extra and drop a bonus episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time.